We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we forded streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God helped those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. This is how the West was fucked. Welcome to How the West Was Fucked, a weekly examination of the fucked up fuckery of the 19th century American West. We'll be talking mountain men, explorers, cowboys, gunslingers, and the native tribes who had to suffer all these fucks. This is How the West Was Fucked. And hello. Okay, so this is how the West was fucked. Fucked. I've never had anybody call me a son of the soil before. I don't know how to feel about that. because you soiled your pants at some point, and at least it smells like that. Neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) So uh, we're just here to uh, learn all you city slickers about all this good stuff that's coming down the pike. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, the shit we're doomed to repeat? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a populist president that, uh, you know, just kind of invades oh, countries let's for not no get into good... it. Oh. <laughs> well, that's more like the Mexican-American war. We thing. just lost a fan. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> Too late. Hit it. <laughs> How the West was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you all want to start off proper with the the story of Astoria? Episode well, one. Episode one. Yes. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, this is episode one, how the West was fucked. And how Anakin got his uh, robot legs. That's a different yep. one. Take 69. <laughs> all right. Good morning, Astoria. So, Tony, what do you know about Astoria? Uh, long fucking bridge. Highway 101. Exactly. Uh, the Goonies. Exactly. Uh, Ninja Turtles 2. Kindergarten Cop. There's one I'm forgetting. Short all Circuit. The short Circuit. There we go. That's one. <laughs> yeah. oh, they were that's all filmed not there. at all pro- problematic. They were all filmed there. Uh, it's got a really cool place to camp. There's a shipwreck stuck into the beach that's <laughs> deteriorating. The Iron right. Iredale, I believe it's what it's called. Oh, there's more than one shipwreck. Yeah. Is that's that further south? I guess. Probably. General area. Yeah, I don't know direction enough. or history, so. <clears throat> well, that's why you're here. He actually, well, that's the thing. He did a pretty fair assessment of uh, what somebody from the, the 80s or 90s, well, especially from Well, that's more than actually most people. Knows about Astoria, yeah. So do you know why it is called Astoria? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, so. Oh, John Astor. Yes. Exactly. Which, John Jacob Astorheimer Schmidt. 
Yes. It's Jingleheimer Schmidt. Jingle. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that old bastard was uh, one of the America's first millionaires. Was his name actually John Astor? Yeah, yeah. John Astor. Holy uh, shit. People, that's, that's I literally good. pulled that out of my ass. Yeah, yeah. John Jacob Astor. Uh, people in New Fuck York, yes. people in New York, you will still, uh, you'll know that name uh, when I bring that up to the couple people I know from New York. That's so like, oh. Astoria, Queens. Yeah. The Waldorf Astoria Hotel. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah dude. My mom used to make Waldorf salad when I was a kid. Exactly. That's where that's invented. Just apples uh, and mayonnaise. Eggs Benedict and Ugh. Thousand Island Dressing. So all of the shit. Astoria and Eggs Benedict? Yep. Uh, this, guy, <laughs> this guy needs to sort his life out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a secret, uh, I just learned that, a secret Shh. subway underneath. That we'll was, talk about it, man. Okay. All right. I learned it from another podcast. We won't bring that up. No. So, no ASMR voices. Okay. All right. So, um... Uh, it was known at the time, Washington Irving wrote a book about it. Of course, he was commissioned by John Jacob Astor Hyman Schmidt. And even though the Canucks made it to the West Coast in 1793, nobody really bothers to mention that. Had hockey back then? Mm, probably. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't know the Canucks were playing in the 1700s, they, whatever the hell this was. Yeah. Well, what, uh, it was a, what is our hockey team going to be named? I want it to be the Freeze. Oh, the Seattle Freeze would be yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're, we're in Seattle. Well, many of us are in Seattle. Andy, I'm in Wyoming. If you want Andy is a disembodied the, uh, voice. high-tech satellite. Yeah. He's just a high-tech satellite with That's advanced right. AI. Yeah. This yeah. is true. It's just a buffalo with a satellite dish on the back. Yeah. It's Correct. The land of the jackalope. So they could never Correct. find Correct. Can't trace some shit that's moving around <laughs> all the time. So the Astorians, as we're going to call them, were the second Americans to make it across the continent that way. And they were the first American settlement on the West Coast. Now you're going to say, what about San Francisco and L.A.? Uh, what about Spanish. San Francisco and no, L.A.? No, we don't care about those no. places. So, uh, and of course, Northwest from, was it 1818 to 1846, was a shared settlement between the Brits and the Americans. And plus, we also got to, when we're saying like first American settlement, we're not counting the indigenous personnel. Oh, like, yeah. That's, uh, they were definitely here a good deal. Everything we say that. has quotation marks around it about being the first and discovered. Yeah, yeah. Because the smart people listened to the Indians and uh, took their trails and advice. These people did not. Okay. We're going to find that out pretty soon. Yep. Astor conferred with uh, Jefferson, since they were pals, about uh, you know trying to open up the fur trade mm -hmm. in the Northwest. Pals. pals. And this is around, what was it, 1810. said, let's get a ship together. And he devised a little, um, little scheme to get furs from the Northwest, sail them to China, get a bunch of money because they were into that. Get all the goods from China. They're into money. Into money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. mm -hmm. And then well, go all. It's a good thing that's gone now. All the way around uh, Africa and uh, back to London. Drop yep. that off, and then back to New York. Yeah, and it expre right. expressly what they wanted to uh, sell was you know you you get the furs from the North American continent, you go to China, and they literally wanted like China like you drink out of or eat off of. Uh, what's that? The cloth, the yellow cloth they wanted is that nankeen. Oh no, white cloth, dude. That stuff's amazing. Not white cloth. Oh, oh. Well, yellow cloth. <laughs> Cloth. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I think it's nankeen and uh, tea were the were the were the stated main objectives of that. So all, all the shit like you might want today, like you get it off of Amazon, right? You're ordering yellow cloth and China. And, no, 
No. But that was big shit back then. I don't know. No. Right. So, I mean, we're talking about establishing a, a global trading network. Like, the, you know, one one course of this would take three years. So, yeah, it was exactly. a massive enterprise based right. on sea otter pelts. Yep. Which, mm-hmm. hot, hot commodity. <laughs> well, yeah. And- and also, you know, Thomas Jefferson at, at the time was really super, had a hard on for, you know, Western expansion, Western exploration. They're talking about he'd have maps of the, the Western United States spread out all over the floor. He's like crawling around like a fucking crazy person. With you know, his toy cars, driving them all over the place. Pins. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and he had just, uh, he'd also just gotten over, what, uh, what, eight years before was Lewis and Clark? Um, actually, the new adventures of super, uh, I think five or six, five or six. Yeah. Not very long. Actually, probably more like four or five by the time they got back. Right. So basically, you know, he had, he had just gotten the, through the core of discovery and he was like, Oh cool. This was great. Except for, you know, he had wanted them to find like fucking mastodons and stuff yeah. and the Northwest passage and all the shit they failed to find. But, uh, so, you know, that's like round two as far as, uh, Jefferson's concerned and, you know, he doesn't have to do it on the federal government dime. So, and the so, point- Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, you, no, go, you ahead. go. Okay. So I was, um, so they got a ship together uh, by the name of the Tonquin. Which Tonquin. They're shouting out there. Of course, they got Jonathan Thorne to be the captain on that. And spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That guy was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was also, the thing you can't do anymore, he was actually a naval, like he was fucking straight naval military. He's like, oh, fuck it. I'll take a leave of absence. For like three years, Correct, as Andy's yeah. talking about. And well, I'm just going to go sail this merchant ship because you could totally get away with that double dipping. And, and uh, he kind of got his name through the uh, Barbary Pirates, the uh, you know the shores of Tripoli, a lot of yeah. da-da-da. That comes from that. Our kind of first overseas kind of invasion. Well, well it's more, <laughs> like, more like a little, little afternoon fight, basically, and yeah. that turned into something that's really great. No. Okay, so uh, Astor Cap- Captain Thorne, Captain yes. Thorne, and is on board. He's on board. They got a bunch of French Canadian voyageurs, yeah, and a bunch of Scots. Now the Scots kind of came about because the French and the English kind of had their little dust up the Seven Years' War, so they kind of kicked all the French out of Canuckia, and to replace all those French uh, fur trappers, they got the Scots. So that's why we're going to have a bunch of Scottish names that are very interchangeable and you won't remember. And yeah, who's who? There's a lot of Mick, Dogonolds, Dougals. Mick, Dougals, McKinsey. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, and we, we try as we might, we can't remember who's who necessarily. I mean, sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the best we can, but yeah. I'm sure they'll be doing the best they can listening to this. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what, which Scottish guy did what? You got yeah. enough uh, red, red string and like. You know, oh yeah, thumbtacks yeah. and shit. You can probably figure it yeah, out. Just like mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson in the maps of West, just straight fucking totally. conspiracy theory. <laughs> exactly, making his own Bible. Yeah, uh, and something with slaves, but we won't get into yeah, that right now. For the moment, yeah, we'll gloss over that. Yeah. So the Tonquin leaves New York City, not eight, eighteen ten. Uh, we can describe Thorne as uh, this is quoting yonder book here. A uh, strict disciplinarian in quite in passionate temper, accustomed to exact obedience, considering nothing but duty in giving himself no trouble about the murmurs of his crew, taking counsel of nobody, of course. Basically, John Thorne don't give a fuck. He's a loose <laughs> cannon. Yeah, his mind's off the map. So the very first night aboard the ship, 
English and the Canadians were didn't really have great relationships at the time, considering there's a war coming up in about two years. Uh, so he um, didn't really get off on the right foot. Uh, he is quoted as saying, I will blow out the brains of the first man who dares disobey my orders aboard my own ship. Right. And then the... Yeah, and, bitch. And generally the Scots and the Voyageurs that he had on the ship, which which is interesting because, like, uh, they were all, like, these kind of woodsy guys. They had been up working the fur trade up in Canada. These fuckers know how to shit in the woods. They like a good pipe. They like a good campfire. Sing their little campfire songs. Chop some shit with an axe. Suddenly they're riding on a ship where they're being told by what to do by some younger dude. He's like, hey, everybody Swab go. Swab the deck. Well, they were more like everybody's, it's bedtime. It's like, hey, oh, hey, bedtime. Yeah, hey, right. Bells, like, better go to sleep. No, we're staying like, up all night We're going to fucking drink whiskey and smoke our pipes, dude. That's the plan. And so that started everything off on a great foot. Like, yeah, the Frenchies yeah. were more like hippies. English, for some reason, were kind of buttoned up and didn't really have a great attitude. And the Americans were kind of somewhere in the middle, but yeah. mostly... Mostly towards they the seem English to be a little side. more inexperienced in a lot of cases, with the exception of some of them woodsman types. But there's a lot of clerks and shit, you know. And this this trip took a lot of scribes and journalists and a lot of Why people along to re- re- yeah to record it, which I thought was kind of interesting too. So there's a lot of literature on it because they took a lot of people with them, all of which had never really, a lot of which had never like left a city really before. So that that plays into a lot of how this went really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess we're going to uh, keep going with the uh, ship part. Oh, that's the other thing we forgot to mention. Uh, the, this is a true two-pronged assault yeah, exactly. on the, the Pacific Northwest. Sorry about that. The Overland was still um, making its way. They were trying to pick up well, trappers. For, well, first of all, there was an Overland party, which we haven't mentioned. Shut up. I was getting to that. <laughs> They were still uh, around the St. Lawrence Seaway, the uh, Great Lakes, trying to find people to go along. Of course, the Americans were independent. All the Canuckians were belonging to the Northwest and Hudson Bay companies, which were kind of controlled by Great Britain at the yeah. time. Well, plus Hudson Bay doesn't necessarily get along that great with Northwest Company back in the day. But as, back in the day but they and as Bo started. pointed out, they wanted Americans for this expedition because it was a sort of an act of claiming this area but as Bo mentioned the americans were not necessarily who you might want yeah they're um like fucking pencil nick right shits. yeah <laughs> i've never been camping before yeah. <laughs> exactly oh fun is there gonna be yurts <laughs> yurts yurts so uh continuing with the sea voyage nothing much happened until about 80 days in and uh they kind of stop off they're kind of out of water Ooh. I love this part. At the Falklands. Yes. Should we take a break right now and tell uh, everybody about the Falklands when we come back? I visualize it as being rocks and bird shit. Exactly. I think you you got that pretty on the nose, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess we don't need to take a break then. And cheap. (laughs) Okay. Here's a word from our sponsor, uh, our AA sponsor. We're drinking! Who knows what this old world's coming to? But you keep your face to the wind, you don't quit on a friend. And beach nuts the tobacco you chew. 
Seems like a man's world just isn't the same anymore, but some things you can still trust, like beech nut chewing tobacco. Beech nut just keeps on getting better. Beech nut's a lot moister these days, with more taste, less stems. Today's beech nut, fresher, longer-lasting flavor. You ought to try it. Girls in bars, girls in pants, a man just don't stand a chance, but there's still ways to show them who's who. Treat your dogs with respect, you keep your traps coiled and checked, and beech nut's the tobacco you chew. We're back. So uh, they get to the Falklands. They're running low on water. And uh, now you need water, right? Yeah, because when you're out on the ocean, <laughs> you can't really drink that. Well, isn't the you ocean water? I thought the ocean is made out of water. Yes and no. For some reason, somebody put a bunch of salt in there. Fuck. Intelligent design of my ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they are uh, on the Falklands hunting. And uh, the, 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 Scot- the Scotsman. The Scotsman yeah. thinks it's a uh, good joke to uh, tie a goose up and kind of prop him up, pretend that he's alive. And uh, they're making fun of Thorn because he takes a couple of shots at it and doesn't realize it's dead until he gets up on the goose. And uh, from there, it's kind of kind of pissed him off. Uh-huh. He was known uh-huh. for his great sense of humor. Oh, wait, no, that's no, not what he was known for. No, okay. no. So uh, then uh, the rest of the party is still out hunting, and they see their ship sailing away. Oh, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to take my toys and leave. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And as oh, Lindy, this is such Lindy a great Lindy. story, though, because he, he he gets back at him by, he just leaves him on an island. Yeah. I mean, I mean how beautiful is that? <laughs> yeah, he does. That's, that's, uh, it's hardcore. Yeah, it's not, not the first time that's going to happen. He's not going to sit and argue with your fucking ass. He's just going <laughs> to no. leave you. And Those he leaves guys. like a dozen of them or something like that? Uh, I think it was nine, wasn't it? Nine of them, all right. Nine or eleven or, or more, more than it's, more than a couple guys. It's like, it's a number. We'll put it that way. It was it was quite a few. Exactly. So they are rowing out after the uh, and not really gaining much. But uh, good thing uh, one of the uh, Scotsmen aboard the boat, his um, nephew was aboard. So he turned his gun on uh, Thorn on, on Thorn and said, eh, "We're gonna go back, or I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face." Yeah. So yeah. that's how that trip is going so far. So as you can see, everybody's Not getting along well. amicably. You know, it's all fun and, you know, everybody, it's like, you know, yeah, singing like a, wheels on the bus and shit. It's like a Metallica tour. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get some, uh, who's that therapist they had there? Oh, yeah, <clears throat> the therapist. Uh, what was that? Some kind of monster or whatever? Yeah. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the uh, guy from Beavis and Butthead. And yeah, yeah, the hippie the teacher, lesbian seagull guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I think what this boat needs is a is like a couples therapy uh, provider. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of amenities on this boat besides sea shanties and pipes. Well, and the other fun part is, yeah, uh, since these guys are getting along so great, and since the Scots could speak their own kind of like Highland Gaelic, and the the French Canadians could just speak French. Uh, they stopped communicating with the American crew in in English, except for you know bare necessities. So they'd sit around the ship like talking shit about everybody else in languages they couldn't understand. So that also built some trust Fantastic. and some rapport. Yeah, really, synopsis. Yeah. It's going well, it's like yeah. a like a high school lunch period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> except you're sailing around the the tip of South America. Yeah, yeah. and you're, which is you're all stuck in the lunchroom yeah. for three which years, which is known for its great weather too. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's but only- it goes well. But it goes well. Yeah, surprisingly, that part actually, I think, went pretty pretty hitchlessly. And yep. once they did get it back on board, uh, they did make it to Hawaii on that February 11th. Yes. 11. So uh, we're going to leave that right there. We're going to start on the Overland Party, just tell you a little bit about that before I get too far ahead of my notes, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So William Price Hunt, he is an American, and he is one of the partners... Or, all these uh, all these guys have quality mustaches, correct? Exactly. No, actually, from all the paintings no? and shit I've seen, almost none of them do. Well, uh, that's what went wrong. They look like the dudes on like Dutch Masters cigar box. Exactly. More. They're kind of rosy cheeked and. Uh, that's the, oh, you're yeah. right. That's, I'm looking at the that's pictures. The fucking there are no mustaches. That's the well, that's nine. what went wrong. Yeah, well, that's... I guarantee once they were in the field for a while, there was a bunch more mustaches. Yeah, than, that's true. You know, that's mm-hmm. true. Just later uh, on, we're going to We'll just have to imagine that. M- mustache quantity is subject to change with, uh, you know. True, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, William Price Hunt. <clears throat> how, many, how many times am I going to say so? so? William. So. William so. Price Hunt. I will take all the so's and cut them up and then put them at the end. Oh, that together. All right. So, you so, got so. a max headroom. I'm like, so, 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 yeah. so, 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 so. <laughs> The machine that gun. Could be like bar- dogs barking jingles. I think the audience will just love that. They'll, they'll. I mean, they're just going to skip the rest of the shit. Just for this that. is just a pot- <laughs> podcast to commit suicide by. This is all we're doing. <laughs> well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Okay, this is our first stab. Uh, stab. Stab. That's going to come into <laughs> play kill, later kill, too. Kill. You got one shot. Degree of stabbing. Oh yeah. So, so. Uh, Hunt is up at the uh, St. Lawrence uh, Seaway in the Great Lakes trying to find American's hire. Wasn't really finding a lot, so he had to take a lot of Canuckians in. Fug life. And as you know from the Lewis and Clark trip, you really shouldn't really start your trip in Montreal. I don't know why, just because it's not anywhere near the Missouri. Yeah, yeah. After getting that, he is going to have to portage, go all the way into Green Bay, up, uh, I think it's one of the Fox Rivers, and then maybe a Good old portage that's about 30, 40 miles somewhere like And that. for just once again for the edification of anybody that doesn't know portage, because Will portage. assumes that everybody knows what that means, is when you have to fucking carry your canoe, which we all know is the second favorite mode of traveling with a canoe, uh, the first being riding <laughs> it in the water. Um, there, but there pretty but much these only are, the, are two kinds. Uh, but these are the French voyageurs, though. Yes. Oh. So, like, they have little bitty legs yeah. and big, beefy oh. top parts. Yes. Yeah. The way they're described is, yeah, yeah. Just, just yoked. Just So, CrossFit started in the 1800s yeah. then. They're built right. like butt plugs. But only for your upper body, apparently. <laughs> yes. In the, yes. In the, in the, if you're the voyageurs. Yeah. Leg day wouldn't be for another 200 years. Okay. I think we should definitely learn some of their songs to sing, but I don't know any of them. But well, Will, was, Will was just singing one. Yeah. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. Uh, Louette, Jean-t- uh, Louette, you know. You know. You know. You know that one. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It well, was a it was a top forty hit. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it'll be actually written in like the sixties or some <laughs> shit, and I'll, I'm an asshole now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now. So he's. Yeah. Uh, so this trip is already a pain in the ass. <laughs> exactly. So it's like six weeks of uh, traipsing around trying to find uh, people to hire. And they're only uh, 400 miles north of St. Louis by the time he does get a uh, crew together. So Behind schedule. A little bit behind schedule. Well, and is this taking into account going to Micmac or... Mackinac. Or Mackinac fucking yeah. Yeah. Mi- 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 Mackinac. I think they go there, yeah. 
So they already went there. So already went there. There's also the thing where like some of the guys, what he got like 16 guys in 17 days. And the guys he got, they had to promise him a shitload of bonuses. And like three of them ran away before they even took off. And from Mackinac, right? Because that's like the Ibiza of the area. I thought the Mackinac one I thought was where they found the the actually decent guy that hooked him up with some better dudes. Exactly. A little more, uh, you know, people with actual experience. And by the time they get to St. Louis, it's more kind of the dregs of whatever they would find laying around yeah. the, the streets there in St. Louis. One barrel of all sorts. Well, mm-hmm. St. Louis, is, you know, that's been the jumping off point for many a Western adventure, so you're going to get some, some drags. You'll be a drag or two. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dragathon. Yeah. Ivan Drago. And a dragathon when you pour Paul's drag race. Oh, brother. Yeah. Now we're in St. Louis. Yeah. Now we're going to go to so, Hawaii. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> well, I'd actually prefer, probably, no no offense, St. Louis, but... Yeah, we all want to go to Hawaii. So Ooh. that is February 11th, by the time to get to Hawaii, from the Falklands. Of course, that is the most direct line if you're going to go to uh, Astoria. Yeah, go to Which is kind of, fa- kind of fascinating to learn that, that, that stopping off in Hawaii is actually a pretty straight shot. To, to go back up to the Pacific Northwest, so yeah, it's actually it a, works out a better, uh, I guess, trade winds and all trade winds, yeah, jammer, jammer. Well, and you, you know, there's islands out there you can re- once again refit with the water, you know, and all that shit, and then you got food and and you know. more people to enslave, pick yeah. up some. Hey, they actually be, no, they hired they hired because they made a deal with Kamehameha, which for some reason I thought Kamehameha was from like. Super like long in the ancient. No, no, it turns out he's from the 1800s. I, yep. I thought yeah. it was more like. Wasn't he the last king? I, that is, I don't know that much about Hawaii. All, yet. all I know when we're uh, visiting uh, Andy up in Bellingham, I got a free uh, latte from Starbucks because they ask you your name and then go, well, King Kamehameha. And the lady's like, <laughs> I don't know how to spell that. Here, just take it. So, <laughs> wow. That is, aw- that is the scintillating backstories that you're going to get with this podcast. So. <laughs> So, they happened to land in the same exact spot that Captain Cook was killed 32 years earlier. Perfect. Perfect. They're probably still eating him at that point. Probably, yeah. Uh, that's why they like Spam so much. I don't know if you... I agree. I that. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Spam Musubi is one of the big greatest inventions on the planet. Yes, it is. Yeah. Did you... I'll get my picture of when I was in Hawaii of the... Uh, what was it? Uh, placenta Basso. Uh, I, I did. Yeah. Wasn't that great? I think I missed out on that one. Oh. You well, just like, we'll put it up on the website. You just rub an umbilical cord on your body? Yeah. It was just on the end of the aisle. Uh, it was actually in the spot that uh, Captain Cook, we stayed in the spot where he first landed in, in uh, Kauai. Before he tried to take people hostage and, and then, then got he, killed. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Went up, went up here, came back, and then got yeah. killed. Yeah. Until I moved out to the Pacific Northwest, I didn't quite realize that, that there is that big of a connection with Hawaii, but it seems like there's. And Alaska, Alaska too. Yeah. yeah, Alaska, I kind of knew. Yeah, you know. everything in Anchorage is named uh, after Captain Cook and all that yeah. good stuff. Even the uh, homeless people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he did. Uh, they wanted to hire about thirty or forty Hawaiians. Thorne only wanted to allow him about twelve, just because you know he's a dick. Yeah. And of course, one man missed the boat when they're leaving. So he hired the Hawaiians to kind of roam out there, and when they got ashore, you know, right next to the Tonquin, Thorne jumped into the boat, this is the captain, beat him senseless with a sugar cane, 
and threw yeah. them overboard. With a sugar cane. All, all I'm imagining when you said that was a giant candy cane. Yeah. You beat the shit out of a guy. Well, sadly, I think it's fucking actual candy cane, if it was a big enough one, would be like a harder, more beat-withable beat substance than like a chunk of sugar cane. <laughs> really. Well, you're you're you always know? supposed to suck on the end, so it makes a nice point in case you have to shiv it. Suppose, but isn't it curtains. basically like bamboo with some kind of foamy shit in the middle? Or It's been a long time since I've been around sugar cane, I guess. Yeah, it's taller than shit, I think, isn't it? Well, did he have like a fucking bow staff made out of sugar cane? Or I'm picturing more like Billy Club... Next time we go to Hawaii, we'll bring you back some sugar cane on there. If it's long enough, you probably get to hit him from shore. I'm saying I'm picturing some. I mean, I mean, this guy was a badass. Well, I mean, he was a dick, but badass dick. I'm picturing some fucking Donatello moves out here, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, like building a robot and sending it out to the boat to beat the guy Fuck with senseless you. fucking robot with a cane? <laughs> so, welcome to Teenage Mutant. Mutant. Are they mutants? Yeah, they're okay. mutants. Okay, all right. And ninjas. And, and they're turtles. Wow, that's like four for four right there. Yeah, nailed it. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon, Irish beef stew, beef brisket, Chateaubriand, sauerbraten, roast beef, Catalonian beef ragu, Mongolian beef, chicken fried steak, steak Diane, grilled steaks balsamico, hamburgers, sizzling beef, spicy braised beef, barbecued beef ribs, beef wellington, pepper beef, beef jerky, beef with broccoli, burritos, beef fajitas, beef tacos. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's what's for dinner. So uh, that guy, whoever the hell he was, he uh, rode back ashore and then rode back because they still haven't entirely left that. They're still in the bay. And he wanted to say, like, well, you know, at least throw me my papers. So he threw him his clothes and papers and, uh, you know, said, good luck. You're stuck here in Hawaii for a while. Oh, damn. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Spoiler alert. It worked out really good for that dude. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not a terrible place to be uh to be left marooned. Yeah. marooned. Yeah. It's better than the fucking Falklands, I'd say. That. You yeah. Know? Well, uh, bird shit and rocks, coconuts and pork and yeah, it's like Joe versus the volcano water. without the having to jump into a volcano part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe the Falklands uh, at that time had sheep to fuck. I don't know. So I'm pretty sure that's God why damn I- it. Well, you know. We could have well, had a sheep fucking joke about Wyoming. We just breezed past that. We one. made it. We made it pretty solid far <laughs> way into it. <laughs> made it twenty oh, is, minutes. Is this one of the things you're uh, worried about? Is the probably the incessant sheep fucking yeah. jokes? <laughs> we add just only about a month and a half before they get all the way up to the Columbia, and this is March. My and this trip has taken a year. Yeah. So it's a bunch of people on what? what how big was the Tonkin? It was like what eighty footer, give or take. That we'll have to look mm-hmm. up. I think it's about 80 feet and like 200-some ton, I think I read. But uh, so you got a bunch of people that fucking hate each other basically on a tour bus and a half worth of size. That's For a year. And you're bobbing up and down in salt water. Yeah, Man, and if you're ever be... taking a cross-country trip with somebody like Bo, yeah. you have to sit in his like broken glass and uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a heater that 
won't turn off during the middle of summer. <laughs> That's just my motor, man. Oh, okay. Not as bad as when the smoke bomb went off in your car and you, everything was covered in that weird That's, orange powder oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's, every time you get out, you're covered in like paint. It's basically. not like it just went off in my car. Some <laughs> asshole set it off in my car. I don't just... Well, I do kind of just have smoke bombs in the car, but that wasn't one of mine. <laughs> so... You should just have a skunk living in there. Yeah. Okay, so work. Tonkin was 290 tons, so almost 300 ton... Uh... You know, sixteen ton Fairly big bass. Okay, ninety-six feet long, so twenty-nine meters. Ninety-six feet. How many so, fathom is that? I don't fucking know what a fathom. Yeah, <laughs> had ten guns, but it could carry twenty-two. Man, why didn't they have all twenty-two? Because they had a bunch of trinkets on board oh, yeah. to yes. trade with the native folks. Yeah. If you got All 22 guns, you don't need to trade any fucking trinkets, do you? <laughs> well, you would think that that would have been a better strategy, considering what happened. Yeah, but yeah. Just to let you guys know, they've been... Foreshadowing. They've, they've been working for a... Foreshadowing. <laughs> they've been working for a full year now. If you're getting paid by yes. hour, which I'm pretty sure they were, that's five or 511,200 hours of pay. Yeah, wow. Except for what are, they were getting paid... Stock options and by the year or something, right? Uh, there's a few yeah, parts, some of them, but the rest were just kind of like, we'll pay you when we actually get some furs. And oh, stuff fuck like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> hey, apparently, though, from when I, we're saying fuck that, but apparently, compared to what Hudson Bay and uh, the Northwest Company was offering at the time, apparently that was a little bit better of a deal. Like, that's uh, at least for the guys that were not in Montreal, they actually. Yeah, for some reason they had a longer contract too. I think it was a five-year contract, whereas HBC at the time offered them like one or two. So I guess people really were into job security. You know, in a job where you're likely to get eaten by a fucking bear and die of exposure and diphtheria. Mm. But you know, planning for the future and whatnot. I, don't yeah. know, I digress. And Good. it's and it's way better than working at one of those old-time like Scottish cafes. What were they called back then? Uh, McDonald's. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oh. Fuck. Next. They hit you with something. <laughs> we did a sad trombone there. Actually, yeah. whenever we make a bad joke, we need a uh, pistol fire. And, uh, ah, you yeah. wake me! Yeah. And then we need that Wilhelm string that you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. now we're at the mouth of the Columbia. Yes. Exactly. And you know how Captain Thorne is a dickhead, <laughs> chapter four. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you all know how... Uh, how uh, March weather is in the uh, Pacific Northwest? Well, actually, a lot of our uh, listeners may not. Since we're here, we do. And uh, we're talking about like 10, 15-foot swells and all that good stuff, well, especially this, in that part. This uh, is also the mouth of the Columbia, also known as the Graveyard of the Pacific. Um, so put mm-hmm. that on your vacation. Yeah, a, and I would, I would recommend you pull up a video of the uh, Columbia River Bar because it's, it's yeah. pretty impressive. Oh. It's basically like a giant wave machine that's insane right that you're trying to navigate through it's it you kind of need to see a video of it i didn't really understand what it was but it's supposedly one of the most dangerous places maritime wise on the planet yeah because you have the entire uh, pacific ocean trying to creep up the columbia columbia's asshole during uh during uh high tide meanwhile you got the columbia pressing back um that's basically down not uh in astoria but right across the bridge down there um, they have a Cape Disappointment, or maybe the guys are that, I don't know, but they have Cape Disappointment, there's a Coast Guard station there. Mm-hmm. I believe that's where they go to train all the uh, rough, rough water uh, rescue uh, Coast Guard guys, and also they got the station down there is one of the busiest in the in the United States, 
for having to save people's masks still to this day. So yeah, I, exactly. I actually have heard about that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. There's some, there's some badasses up there. Okay, so that uh, sandbar that blocks the entrance is about four miles long. They had to go in there and try to find that navigable channel. And by that time, only 20 ships have crossed it. Uh, the first guy was Captain Gray in 1792. I wonder if Gray's Harbor is named after him. Probably. Hmm. Oh, and uh, he was the first American to circumnavigate the globe, if you uh, want to win a bar bet at some point. Probably not. So he... Uh, a sandbar bet. Yeah, exactly. Walk -walk. So it was about standing waves, uh, 12 foot high, and of course this is waves coming, coming, coming in and going out. So it makes it even more interesting. And uh, his first mate, Fox, he's volunteered him for the job. And uh, before uh, they shoved off Fox, they, uh, Fox said, uh, my uncle was drowned here not too many years ago. Now I lay my bones on his. Farewell, my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, people had so <laughs> oh, Also, uh, last we should mention that. Keep it in, yeah, we're not, Captain Thorne doesn't wait for the weather, you exactly. know? Well, and also, like, we're not going to wait a week for this to clear up, you know? Well, and also, Captain Thorne seemed to be selecting guys that weren't, like, generally <laughs> True. seamen. Team players. He was, yeah. was kind of grabbing people that he maybe didn't agree with in a lot of ways. Actually, and didn't know how to row a boat yeah, or, like, or well, swim. I'm going to fucking maroon you, kill you, or not pay you anyway, so... <laughs> Actually, Fox was his first mate and about the only one that had any, because after this, Experience. they royally fucked after yeah. this guy drowned. Oops, yeah. spoiler alert. Oh. oh, So, yeah, exactly. He drowns. Plus, they lost one of the rowboats, too. And one of the rowboats. Did not find the passage into the mouth of the Columbia. So, no. uh, the weather did break the next day, so they could have waited a day before they uh, sent somebody else out. So, they sent somebody else out, and, you know, kind of pulling around. And um, they did find a spot where they can get into. Uh, I don't know how many fathoms that was, but not many. Twenty feet is about all they needed. Uh, the uh, people in the boat and they said, "Okay, here's the spot." And Tonquin comes in and said, "Here, throw us a throw us a line." And of course, Thorn kind of waves to him and said, uh, "Fuck you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leaves so, another boat. Yeah, this, is a, sure no, this is a, and I believe that, a second boat. And I believe that um, one had, what, the two Hawaiian guys, and then who, Hawaiians, was, yeah. who, who was the other guy? Because he was, Thornton, I know, was definitely pissed at that guy. So to clarify, this is not just the first rowboat. This is a second dinghy full of guys. Yeah. This is the second oh. attempt at finding the channel. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. His name was Meeks. Oh, yes, Mr. Meeks. Mr. Meeks. They spent the night uh, trying to row back on shore. Uh, they did make it. Difficult. One Hawaiian died during the night. Actually, the Hawaiians, when Meeks fell overboard, they had to get him back in the boat. Uh, their hands were so cold because they're not really used to 45-degree water. Well, I also don't think that the way I understood it is they didn't, he didn't fall out of the boat. The boat fucking capsized, and they were somehow able to right it and get it bailed out oh, enough yeah. and that, then get right. into it. But, so uh, these guys were supreme seamen, but like you said, not for this kind of weather. Yeah. And uh, just one of the Hawaiians had to, uh, probably Meeks pull them back into the boat with their teeth. Yeah. Their hands were so... Jesus fucking Christ. So during the night, uh, one of the Hawaiians died. Uh, next morning, uh, Meeks did make it back to shore, uh, managed to bury the other Hawaiian who died uh, during the night on shore, and he comes strolling, gambling down uh, around Cape Disappointment. Naked. And, and hey, fuckers. Naked into Baker Bay. And, uh, and then he sees the Tonquin there and he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? So. What's up? Yeah. What's what, up? Yeah, what's up, you Left shit sandwich? die, you fucking bastards. 
So just to get into so the, the Tonquin has parked. Yeah. Yeah. And just to get into the mouth, they made it. Eight people have died. Just to get in the mouth of the Columbia. <laughs> right. So yeah, when you're picturing like you know your fucking Pirates of the Caribbean shit, where they just sail into Port Royal, and you tie off a little dock, and it's all it's it's not that easy, especially not on the mouth of the Columbia. You know, so that is fucked. Is that yeah. gonna be our new catchphrase if we do it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucked. That is fucked. That is fucked. Yeah, that is pretty fucked. So yeah, Thorn has now killed what? Yeah, eight people. Eight people just trying to get and the needlessly. Boat All you had to do was grab the line. Apparently, needlessly. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. A fucking asshole. <laughs> and uh, I mean, he had tried. He would have been up to about eighteen if if the Falklands thing he tried would have worked. So. Yeah. Like a, oh, and the sugarcane guy, he didn't quite kill him. He did, yeah. Because I, I think that he does, uh, somebody does happen upon him. Oh, uh, Hunt, when he goes back, yeah, I think he does meet that guy. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm chill here. He's Gilligan the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. So let's uh, take another break and another word from our sponsor. Okay. In Columbia, seems like we got nothing but shitty ass luck. Let's hear some another tale about the West was fucked. Beaver, it's good whether you're talking about the critter or a lady snatch. Okay, so basically, uh, we're back. Uh, what well, we've just uh, landed at the mouth of the Columbia with Captain Thorne and the Tonkin, and he's killed a bunch of people trying to do that. And then uh, we think that's. But hey, victory! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there. So once again, uh, I was like, "This, this, I think is the place we're going to leave off for this round, sure. and then we'll pick it back up." I got a court date to get to. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, my my ankle bracelet's beeping. I got to get out of here, man. All right. We'll pick this back up on another day. So, evil. so this has been how the, the West was. That's we haven't come up with. Oh. <laughs> Were you trying to do the Wheel of Fortune I thing? I think he was trying to do the Wheel of Fortune thing. <laughs> ah, shit. That's that not... didn't work out with the shit. All right. In, in which way, join us next time on How the West Was Fucked to Fuck. find out the uh, what happens to the historians that are actually in the Astoria area. What happens to the Overland Party? I'm sure everything ends well and everything is easy. <laughs> no, it's probably not. So, yeah, tune in next time, and we'll tell you all about that. Take us out with a hail of gunfire. <laughs> If you're a fancy ass, we got social media at HTWWF Podcast across all platforms, you motherfuckers. But we are also Luddite Cowboys, so send your hate mail to Box 4001, South Kobe, Washington, 98384. Fuck you very much.